0: Hello and welcome to the More Like Guidelines podcast. I am Jessica Crimes, she, her, your host and game leader. I wouldn't normally be speaking to you before the intro, but I wanted to let you know what's happening with this and the next couple of episodes. We are in an interlude arc. That seems like the right way to put it. So we are going to be doing one episode with each of our characters or groups of characters as they were split well, the party was split three different ways at the end of the last episode. So we are going to be joining Jester today as we deal with Instance Salute, What Instance did immediately after the events of the last episode and in... Well, you'll hear, but in a good stretch of time thereafter. Our next episode will be with either Aemon and Askew or with Alias Vane. We'll see which of those comes next. Yeah, I really hope you like this episode and what we do with it. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Hello and... Oh no, we've already done that bit. Hello, Jester. Hi. So just to remind everyone, Jester, who are you? What are your pronouns? Who do you play? I'll be honest, it has been about a month since we were recorded, so I won't be surprised if some of that isn't too fresh. Well, the character details, at least.
1: (laughs) You don't know me. You don't know the identity crisis I have. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hi, my name is Jester. I use they, them pronouns. I play Instance Salyut who also uses they, them pronouns for my own convenience and also because uh, non-binary rights. And yeah, they are your favorite kicking extra... Like, I don't know, they they do a lot of kicking. I mean, they have really cool, like, legs. So I feel like if you had really cool legs, you would also kick a ton and jump a lot and, you know.
0: I mean, I've got shitty regular legs, and I still kick a ton.
1: I have very shitty regular legs, so I don't, but, like, I would like to. So,
0: let's go through where we left Instance off. First things first, can you give us a reminder of, at least last time we saw them, what Instance looks like?
1: Okay, so Instance has uh, short, choppy black hair. They wear, like, a navy jacket with so many pockets, like, an absurd amount of pockets, you can't even tell where all of the pockets are. And they have like sort of like a tank top underneath. They have some uh, nice pants, which sort of hide their uh, cool, like below the knee. They have like these silver, cool jumpy legs. Uh, they also have an orange windbreaker, sort of tied around their middle. Okay. Uh, you know, glowing biocore, fun stuff. But overall, looks pretty human to first glance.
0: And on a second glance, someone might notice, I believe Instance has a peculiar eye, if I'm correct.
1: Yeah, so I believe it's Instance's right eye. I have to pull up the art. But uh, essentially, one of their eyes, you would think is sort of like an off-white, and then you realise it's actually metal, and that instead of having colour and then a pupil, it's just one camera lens that can zoom in and
0: out. Okay. So, let's see. What do you remember about the situation we last saw Instance in? Because it wasn't... It wasn't a great one.
1: <laughs> I may have caused well, I partially caused the situation. I didn't, you know, it's fine. So instance did a murder. Yeah. Uh, like a full like a full murder, like a full destroying biocore
0: murder. 10 out of 10 would murder again. Full proper murder. <laughs>
1: well, Well, they clearly have murdered again, considering the whole uh, screen shatter effect.
0: That is correct. When anyone with a PulseNet link-up looks at um, at Instance now, they, instead of seeing a perfectly neat and tidy pop-up heads-up display with the information they know about Instance or that Instance is making publicly available, a lot of that information and the actual HUD graphics are distorted and broken up and crackly even more so than there were before the second murder.
1: We don't know. Hey, we can't label it a second murder. We don't quite know how many murders it's been yet. That's fair. I mean, I know, and you know, but does the audience know?
0: I think they probably do now. From the fact that we both just... (laughs) Well, there's
1: at least one murder.
0: (laughs) See if that stays in the episode. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, do you remember where instance was specifically when we ended the last episode
1: running away on rooftops after getting the attention of like some guard or whatever to get the heat off of a very broken askew and an amon who were hiding in a dumpster
0: that is correct instance was sprinting away leaping over well leaping along the rooftops So my first question to you is, where did Instance go?
1: I think Instance would head towards sort of the outskirts of... I mean, it's not that far to get to the outskirts, but just... I don't think they were necessarily thinking besides getting out of the city initially. I think at some point the adrenaline sort of starts to waver off and you actually get the anxiety being more present after everything that happened in the first arc.
0: Okay, well, let's deal with that. How far away do you reckon Instance got, bearing in mind that this is, like, a literal mega city? Uh, you were on one of the outskirt towns, which is still an actual part of the city. They're just referred to as outskirt towns, but one of the outskirt districts. Which direction do you've been heading? Out towards the wastes or deeper into the city? I
1: think out towards the wastes at first. instances is- more than anyone probably should be, or most people expect, is somewhat comfortable with the wastes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was heading towards there. And then I think at some point they got tired and they paused and then they thought about it and were like, well, I, I can't leave. I don't have anywhere to go. So they probably tried to make their way back to the basement that they initially woke up in.
0: Okay, I'm gonna jump in before you get that far. Let's say Instance got to the last inhabited outskirt towns on the very edge of the city and then just went a little bit further. Not into the wastes, but past where people live. Mm -hmm. Almost like a graveyard of a city. Great spiraling towers, completely devoid of life. No one stays here. No one lives here. No one tries to eke out a living this far out towards the wastes. And you know that that is because of what you've just heard moving behind you. Because of the beasts. They've got plenty of different names. Some people call them core shards. Some people call them just the Wilds. But the beasts are everything that can go wrong when you combine life and well, organic life and synthetic life, and you try and fuse them together. No one knows where they came from and no one knows exactly what they're supposed to be. But on the very, very edges of the city, you start seeing the small ones. Deeper into the wastes, you see bigger ones. They say that if you go far enough, you see ones the size of cathedrals. The one here now is just the size of a dog. They seem to almost always look like animals. The more dangerous they are, the more scattered and disparate their physical form, the more glitchy they are to look at. This one is mostly holding the form of a dog, apart from instead of the normal flesh and fur of a dog, it's made of what look like randomly weaved together strands of thick metal rebar and cables spurting electricity, And in the gaps between them, it's almost like an inky blackness, which you know is a barely modulated shield holding together the general form of this nightmare hell dog. Its mouth is filled with teeth sharper than any razor, which you know can cut through even the shielding of a biocore with relative ease. It must have snuck up on you. Even your normally sharp senses sometimes fail you when it comes to dealing with things like this and as you have always known them to do it drops into an aggressive lowered stance and starts growling the growl sounds like radio static but with a ridiculous level of bass i want to use the word modulated again modulated in there Mm -hmm. what are you going to do you can essentially you can fight or you can run you know that there is no reasoning with these things
1: I feel like instance out of anyone, at least with this kind of um, beast, is probably pretty familiar. Okay. Just considering, like, they've usually lived on sort of, like, far outskirts of cities or um, wandered between, like, different districts and just... Yeah. If they're this far out, I don't think they would have come this far out for the first time right now. They've definitely been at least this far out before.
0: Um, I'm I'm pretty sure the established instance has been a... well a good deal further, if you don't mind me saying that on the episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Instance has been a lot further and seen, like, a lot scarier ones. So I mm. think Instance's first response is just, like, look at it.
0: Well, tell you what, how big was the biggest one Instance has ever seen?
1: Not anywhere near cathedral-sized, but pretty fucking big. Like...
0: Bull elephant. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think uh, elephant-sized or like slightly bigger, but not like, not like anything like the rumors of like the huge beasts, like that you can't even see the top of or things like that, like instances, but instance has been scarily close to larger beasts than this.
0: I am going to say that your encounter with the largest one that you saw, we won't go into the details now. You did narrowly escape with your life, and it was narrow. You may have lost things then, but we won't go into that right now.
1: Oh yeah, no, like, it was not a good experience or a safe experience. Instance is definitely wary enough, even of the smaller ones. Like, underestimating them is how you die.
0: Oh yeah. Tell you what, do you have the character sheet open?
1: I do, one sec.
0: Okay, what, did we give Instance any kind of skill or anything in the last session?
1: The only one right now is escape.
0: Okay. Um above that, make a note skill. So this is a list that's a list of skills. Mm-hmm. And then make a new list titled knowledge. Yep. And mark hmm. What to call this kind of thing as a category? Wastes. Yeah, we'll just put wastes for now. This knowledge will encompass several types of creature. But yeah, wastes will do for now.
1: Mastier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, And what we will say is you can roll a d12 and add two. You're trying to beat six to get a bit more information about something that's off with this one.
1: So I'm rolling just one d12, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 12? What the fuck? Oh, that's a
0: dramatic success. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. In that case, what I'm going to say is you get a good bit of information about this. There's not many ways that this can particularly draw attention or put you in harm's way. So I will tell you that you know that the more prevalent theories about where these things come from say that they are they are younger than the city, they are younger than the AI wastes. There may be, well, you've heard anything from 50 to 500 years ago they started appearing. And looking at this one now, you realise something that you've never noticed before and maybe it's just because the memory is so fresh in your mind right now but looking at this one you realize that at some of the joints where sparking wires and metal rods connect and twist together unnaturally there's shards of what look like shattered brass but looking at them now you realize what they are there are pieces of core in this thing okay that's information to do with what you please.
1: I think especially after just destroying someone's biochord themselves, instance is a little bit, like, um rattled by that. Uh I mean, in general, I think they would be... I, th- In general, I think they would be pretty rattled by that, but I think especially now, having just committed a murder, they're a little bit like, okay, okay.
0: You wouldn't normally be able to tell this just from looking, but... Well, it turns out that biocars fracture in a very specific pattern, which you see here in these shards of bra- what look like brass.
1: I think normally instants would just deal with a creature, like attack it and have it be done. But I think right now they're tired and a little bit frazzled. So I think their first thing is... um, It's approaching or is it It's staying and growling? Or is it like approaching and
0: growling? We're still in the instant... Essentially. So this is still hunched low and growling aggressively.
1: Okay. Running is definitely a bad idea. I think instance, first of all, moves backwards slowly, Mm -hmm. um, is going to try to run away first. And then if that doesn't work, um, retaliate.
0: Okay. So you're just trying to make yourself into a non-threatening shape and back away.
1: Yep, just slowly backing up, just quietly backing up, like, hands up. Obviously, Instance knows that you can't, like, really soothe these things, but the instinct of just, like, okay, hey, it's okay, I'm just just walking away is still there. So hands up, Uh, sort of, like, placate the creature and back okay. up. Okay,
0: uh, there is a sound, like a thousand nails on a chalkboard, like an entire foundry's worth of metal grating together. And the impossibly sharp serrated teeth in this thing's mouth begin to essentially whir like a drill bit
1: oh fun instance definitely is flinching at the sound and their hands come up to cover their ears as they uh back away but i think they're pretty resolved to um knowing that they're about to get attacked, but I i think they don't want to, like, leap forward and attack. I think they'd mm-hmm. rather, like, if this thing takes, like, a leap, try to sort of kick it and kick it away.
0: Okay, so you're essentially, you're not going to make the first move, but the moment it moves, you're going to try and counter attack.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably, I think instance is quite reactionary in that way, and I think that that's probably the safest way, rather than just go kicking, and if it fails, um... Immediately, leg and sharp teeth.
0: (laughs) Okay, the way this is going to work is it is going to attack you. When it does, you're going to roll... Well, now, you're going to roll a d12 and add two. If you roll a dramatic failure, which is just a one on the die, then you're going to take the full damage of this attack. If you roll less than an eight, you're going to take half damage, And if you roll an eight or higher, then you're going to manage what you were intending to do. But you get a plus two because I imagine you're using your spring heels.
1: I am. And I could use my magnify, but I think with the sound and everything, I don't think narratively instance would think to do it. I think with the sound and just everything kind of feeling overwhelming, they're not even going to think about using it. Because that gives me a certain defend action. But I don't think narratively that makes sense or is fun in this moment.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but I don't don't think it fits right now.
0: All right. Um, Sure, go ahead and roll that d12 and add two.
1: Okay. Yes, it's a seven. And so plus two is nine.
0: Okay. That was above an eight. So yeah, it moves predictably, honestly. Pretty much anyone else without experience dealing with these things, you're sure would have been caught off guard but you've learnt the tells that the weaker forms of these creatures have. And with a practice move, you rock backwards onto one leg and then activate that spring heel. I'm going to say propelling you forward and striking with the other one, which you activate as you kick it and you send it. You deal, well, you feel like you deal significant harm to it. You feel something crumple and you launch it across the street. The other thing I will note though, is that these things are hella resilient because they're already made of broken stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. And also for the audience, I wouldn't kick a real dog. However, this is a murder dog only meant to murder?
0: Yeah, this is a nightmare Frankenstein AI dog.
1: If petting the dog was an option, I would have simply pet the dog. But it is not an option, unfortunately, so I cannot pet the dog, and I am sorry.
0: I did not provide that button prompt, no. Okay, uh, what are you doing now? Are you... Legging it, or are you continuing to fight?
1: Oh no, instance is leaving the second that it's incapacitated there's like or like at least down for a second instance is going. There's no reason to push their luck at all, even if they're used to dealing with this size of creature, this sort of one. There's no reason to push their luck. It's always safer in this case to just retreat if you can if there's not like a group of people with you,
0: okay. You're not sure if you would have escaped, if not for your spring heels and your uh, pretty much peak physical fitness, I imagine, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually you do. You know that a certain point, which honestly you thought you would have still been in, these creatures, and you see it happen as you pass it, an invisible marker, for a moment, well, they keep on chasing you, but the moment that they pass some invisible line encircling the city they, for an instant, look and act. Not physically look, but in their mannerisms, they start to look and act like normal animals, and then they just turn around and walk back into the wastes. So it, presumably, since you assumed that... You passed through several towns that you assumed would have still been inhabited, but it looks like the liners getting closer and closer to the city every single year.
1: Yeah, I think instance sits... Not, like, next to the line or anything, but within some distance and sort of watches that happen. Like, it's not that frequent, I imagine. It's not like every second there's a creature that wanders that far. But I think they watch one or two do that.
0: I thought this was going to take much less time than it is. I think this might end up being a full episode each.
1: I think that's fun, though.
0: Okay, so, yeah, it turns and it heads back into the wastes. It appears to be at least slightly limping from its altercation with you and you have unharmed. Where does Instance go next?
1: I think at least for the night or whatever day this is, I'm not sure how long it takes to get out from that outskirt we were in to here. But I think Instance is going to rest here for at least a night. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. And then I think in the morning... I don't know what the day-night cycle is like. So maybe there's not like a formal morning, but they... No, there is a
0: day-night cycle. Okay,
1: cool. So in the morning then, a little bit after the sun has risen, Instance doesn't like to sleep for very long. They probably slept longer than they normally do just from being (laughs) tired from everything that's happened. I think they start heading back because this is sort of their first chance at like, oh, maybe I can, I don't know, like be part of something or do something. And so... They don't really have, like, the only other option is just, like, ignore the fact that they were trying to join an organization and lose, you know, other people that they could talk to or suddenly got to know, or go back and try to deal with whatever fallout happened.
0: In that case, we will take a break, and as we do so, we will leave instance back at the top of Adler's Row. Heading back. It's now been probably a day and a half, two days. Mm -hmm. Heading back to the basement where all of this began.
1: We'll be right back.
0: And welcome back. So we left Instance at the top of Adler's Row, heading back towards the basement. Now about two days later, Uh, Are you just walking straight in there?
1: I mean, yeah, I I doubt many people come by here. It seemed pretty empty when we had initially left it. So instance is just going to head right down to the basement.
0: Okay. It is exactly as you left it. Totally empty, door smashed up, monitors, cables, and keyboards all over the floor. With the magnify you are particularly good at picking out details that other people might overlook. Is that correct?
1: I believe so. Let me check my character sheet. I only have the um, the combat use on my character sheet. That's fair. However, I would imagine that like the original use for the magnify is definitely not combat, and it's meant to pick up things that people don't see. I mean, it's magnification, so...
0: It's up to you what it was originally for, but I was thinking it might be like some kind of jeweler's lens or some kind of crafting tool like that. I
1: think that makes the most sense for the way it functions. The only other thing I could think of is if it's made for like looking at things far away necessarily. Mm. I feel like it's more like looking at details. Like, you know, you can see like a little bit more clearly, but it's it's like a shitty pair of binoculars, not like an expensive pair versus like... You know, I I definitely think it's more specialized, like a jeweler's tools or something.
0: In that case, I imagine you're going into the basement and essentially taking a moment to exist in the space.
1: Yeah, I think Instance just sort of... Were we sitting down initially when all the uh, funky things happened?
0: I think you were standing. Okay. I never really said either way.
1: Either way, I'm sure Instance is just going to sit down for a minute, whether on the floor or if there's chairs around or whatever.
0: Okay, can you roll me a d12 and add two for the magnify? Eventually, this will be codified into the skill and knowledge system, and eventually mm-hmm. the skill and knowledge system will be combined. But this is what we're using for now, as I get a feel for what which areas need to be highlighted.
1: Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Uh, let us roll. Uh, 11 plus two, I- This die. I love this die. It's metal. It's great.
0: Very good (laughs) die.
1: It's a very good (laughs) die.
0: Yeah, you notice that the dust around one of the monitors is wrong. There is dust there, but it's like if you dug and filled in a hole, it would be disturbed. The patterns in it would be off. It doesn't look like it's been shaped naturally by the air currents. It looks like someone has moved this dust here from somewhere else in the room to make it look like nothing's been disturbed.
1: Okay. Uh, I think Instance is going to go over there and brush away that place dust and then try to just look and see why it's been disturbed. Like, why someone would come here and mess with this.
0: Okay. Now that you're looking at this monitor, you're not convinced it was here the first time you were. Can I turn it on? Uh, Yeah, it has a power button. you press it?
1: Yeah, I press the power button.
0: Nothing happens. If you inspect the back, you see that there is a wire leading up to it. There's two wires actually leading up to it. But when you pull on one of them, neither of them were plugged in. It was actually just one wire with a loop kind of pushed into the electronics to make it look like there were two wires leading in.
1: Can I plug it in?
0: Um... Instance would know how to, like, strip and attach a cable, right?
1: I think Instance has, like, the roughest knowledge of that. Like...
0: Yeah, but basically this doesn't have a power cable. This is just... Oh, okay. A, 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 what looks like the shell of a monitor.
1: Can I... Do I have to do that? Or I feel like Instance would look and see if... Because I remember one, at least one of the monitors turned on that first time we were in there. So I'm wondering if I can...
0: I think they all did. Yeah,
1: so I'm wondering if I can take a cord from a different one.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll say that that would be trivially easy for instance, but when you do that it does not turn on. As far as you're as far as you can tell this is looking at it now and now that you're inspecting it and checking for this, it seems to just be the shell of a monitor, and an old one at that.
1: Is there anything inside it?
0: How would you check?
1: Well, you're saying it's a shell of a monitor, so it doesn't work anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. It seems weird that there's only one that wouldn't work in the room.
0: Also, I will specifically say again, this one is new. Well, it's not new. It's an old monitor, but this wasn't here originally.
1: Exactly. So it wasn't there originally. It, It doesn't work. And so the only reason instance could think is that if there's like something inside of it or like hidden. Like, you know, what people do with like the fake outlets in their house walls in real life. I think just trying to pry the screen off.
0: Okay. Um, it looks like it's all, it is all screwed together properly. Um, the, it, this is shaped like an old CRTV where it's quite deep. Um, like, you know, a classic mid 2000s computer monitor. The screen is firmly on there, but the screws at the back seem to be a bit loose. You could fairly easily just get a shard of metal and unscrew them. Yeah,
1: I think that's what Instance says. I doubt Instance has any tools on them. So actually, well, maybe maybe they would. I'm not sure what Instance would have on them in their many pockets. But
0: I, with the many pockets, I imagine Instance has something analogous to a screwdriver.
1: Instance probably has like a couple different utility knives.
0: Oh, one of them would e- easily do. You just need a flat blade, yeah.
1: Yeah, so probably just the flat end one, just...
0: Inside is a small... Foxblood Red Notebook. It is sealed with an elastic band, keeping it shut. And trapped in there by the elastic ribbon Mm -hmm. is a folded up piece of paper, A5 size, like half of what you'd call letter paper, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, just tucked in there.
1: Uh, I think Instance is going to take the whole notebook out and then look at the piece of paper.
0: Okay, you take the letter... You don't recognize the handwriting, but it says, "You should not have come back here. They will be watching." A friend, is this how it's signed? What are you going to do?
1: There's a notebook there too, right?
0: Oh yeah, that was tucked in the notebook.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, so I take the notebook, tuck it away into one of my many pockets. And instance is pretty sure. Like I, I think instance isn't n- naive enough to think that this place wouldn't have been watched. But they didn't really have anywhere else to go or look for anything. So it was kind of like, well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. So, you know.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, Also, I will say, does Instance look inside the notebook itself?
1: I think Instance is going to go to a different place to look at that. I think Mm -hmm. after reading the note, it feels... At least to them wrong. Like, even though it was stored here, that can be easily overlooked. They, they don't feel like it's a great place to read it here. I think they're going to do that somewhere else. But they will read it.
0: Okay. Where does instance go to do this? Just a nearby rooftop? Aww. Yeah,
1: honestly. Uh, a Rooftop or just somewhere that draws like less suspicion. So even if it's just another abandoned building or behind somewhere or like next to or behind a dumpster, just somewhere that, like, is more enclosed, I think, but clearly not, like, being monitored as heavily.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's no problem. You find, let's say, an abandoned garage. And in there you open up the notebook and it appears to be nonsense. Um, You are no fool. You recognize that this is almost certainly a cipher. Mm -hmm. Uh, In particular, you recognize that this is a code book. It is a set of keys for deciphering messages or for finding dead drops or for um, leaving secret codes for people. But the code book itself is in a cipher. Okay. But you can just tell that from the patterns, from the tables, from one small illustration of a hospital building with different lights on and off to leave a message.
1: Okay. Is the writing in this book all one person's writing? Yes. Is it the same writing as the note? Like, obviously, it's not words, but if certain letters or numbers or if I can find any sort of similarity.
0: No, but the writing on the note is in all caps. Okay. Which is a pretty typical technique if you're trying to hide your handwriting. Yeah, that's fair. Also, it's done with a future ballpoint pen, which never runs out of ink. And you have to work for a certain company to use this, because this is still a... Just get, you know, getting a bit of that in there. Getting a bit of that in there.
1: <laughs> oh, the dream. I wouldn't work for an evil company. However, if I had to work for an evil company, the one that has a never-ending pen, kind of tempting.
0: I tell you what, it works like a laser printer. That's how the pen works. However a laser printer works. Actually, no, it just works with a literal laser but it's a very short range. <laughs> That's I,
1: not as fun. I like the glide of a ballpoint pen. That's disappointing.
0: Okay. It's a, it's a future ballpoint then. It's a future ballpoint with infinite ink, but you don't have it. The pen's not there. It's just the paper.
1: That's tragic.
0: I think this is now a good time to step back and leave Instance to their struggles, because as you are well aware, this was meant to be the time skip episode, but we kind of just kept the story going. Where does Instance go next? After instance goes, where they go next, and after that, where does instance end up?
1: Basically, if we don't count the party, because I'm not sure how solid our friend status is, considering everything that just happened, and I don't know where the fuck they are, and we're not going to meet up with them until after this time skip, instance has one friend in the world. Um, so I think they would try to go to wherever their one friend Cos lives. Where would
0: Cos live? I don't know much about Coz.
1: So cause uh, for people wondering, Cosmonaut Morgan, but spelt with a K, because, um...
0: Because it's the future! Because it's
1: the future, and why not? I think cause lives in, like, a nicer district, like, not necessarily on the outskirts. Um, like, probably maybe a step up from the immediate, like, from, from like, where we are here, probably a step or two up.
0: Okay. So does cause have a non-negligible amount of either good standing or money or both?
1: Probably good standing. I think cause definitely probably works for one of the corps which is why they can like, you know, be in like a place where there's not like a bunch of unaligned people.
0: Am I right in saying that cause is a rogue?
1: I believe so. Yes.
0: That's what I was under the impression. Yes. But they would obviously naturally it helps if you can still work for a cop while you're doing it, if you could not get caught.
1: I, yeah, I don't think Cause does a lot of mission work. I think Cause would do different things for the rogues yeah. than directly like mission work. So I think Cause probably works for
0: different And it was Cause that essentially recruited you mm-hmm. and arranged this first meeting in the basement.
1: Yep. And so instance it's, has First of all, a lot of apologizing to do, and second of all, well, you know they have again one friend in the world, and that's cause, so they they don 't really know what else to do except seek out cause and go to them and you okay. know <laughs> see what happens next
0: okay, first of all, I would like you to give me a description of cause
1: uh cause actually, I think I have a picture somewhere
0: i can 't believe I thought this was going to be a third of an episode. <laughs>
1: Whoops, sorry. <laughs> so, cause is a white person who has, um, vitiligo, vitiligo. I always forget how to say it. Mm-hmm. He's a wheelchair user. So he, you know, has a wheelchair, uses every day, is normally in sort of like light or more pastel clothes, has like a, green it's slightly longer than a mullet it's like a grown out mullet and a bit longer in the front too but you can tell that cause used to have a mullet and has glasses that they only sometimes use when they kind of feel like it He usually forgets to use them
0: oh same <laughs> okay it is six months after you showed up on cause's doorstep after taking another three, four days to completely and utterly ensure that you weren't being tailed... Does you use he-him pronouns? Yeah,
1: Cos uses he-they, so yeah, he's fine.
0: Okay. Coz was understandably terrified to see you. Mm-hmm. This is... Well, it's not how the rogues operate. Something had obviously gone wrong, but... As I imagine they had done time and time before, Coz took you in and gave you somewhere to weather the storm. In particular... Cos has essentially a bunker. Is that fair to say? Is it is that all right for me to put that on Cos? Yeah,
1: no, I'm totally fine with stuff you want to put on Cos. I think that makes total sense.
0: A bunker under a trapdoor, under a rug, because Cos is eminently stylish in my mind.
1: Oh, absolutely. Cos is <laughs> Cos is the height of just aesthetics.
0: Certainly not comfortable, but plenty enough livable, and that has been your base for the last six months. You are not in the loop on what is currently going on with the rogues but on at least one occasion you have been adjacent to cause receiving memos from people that for your own safety remain faceless and nameless to you quite literally with the power of masks mm-hmm. digital masks and physical masks are then masks are a thing we'll get to later Ooh. you've heard talk about how the echo is missing about a group of uh, well they put it quite harshly a group of failures who screwed up a mission a, a training mission so badly that the entire organization has been thrown into disarray um, you hear about a corp you never hear which one it is furthering some kind of anchor beacon technology and just once followed immediately by shock At themselves being so careless you hear the word basilisk is six months later and we see a shape hurtling through a marketplace with a very valuable component tucked under their arm i don't know how they're getting around i don't know if they're leaping from rooftop to rooftop i don't know if they're picking out objects with their supernaturally technologically advanced eye What do we see hurtling through this marketplace with a component tucked under their arm?
1: Instance looks currently as well. I want to go into the appearance first because Instance has had a little bit of an appearance change. Same jacket as always, though it's a bit more patched up than it was before. Uh, The detail, which I was excited to hear, Instance has uh, a mullet now. Just a small one. Okay. (laughs) Just like, you know, the classic non-binary mullet.
0: That is fair. That is the, like staple non-binary look
1: i've never had it i don't think i'd look good with one but I'm, if i don't live vicariously through my character what am i gonna do you know
0: but it's like it's like trans women in flannel shirts i get it
1: yeah exactly so instance has like <laughs> a mullet now instance they're spending a lot of time inside but i think at nights and at other times they're going out more I think there's like a light dusting of freckles sometimes across instance's nose, but it fades depending on if they're outside a lot or not. They have like a maroon sort of sweater underneath their jacket now. Pants are the same. And they also have like a scratch mark on their face that looks like it's still healing, but will probably end up scarring a bit.
0: Okay. Um, I will also say that at the moment you are trying out... A new development that one of COS's associates has been working on. A new form of very, very specialized makeup paints designed to fool facial recognition cameras. Ooh it's up to you what that pattern looks like it could be you know dozens of eyes and mouths on your face anything you want but you have been testing out this and it's been working perfectly the component you've stolen you have no use for it it is just a test run stealing some expensive but to you functionally useless machinery parts used in construction it'll set them back months but it doesn't set you ahead this was just a test run and it went perfectly
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what the pattern looks like. I do like the thought of, like, many eyes, like, mouth sort of at a wrong place and uh, different Mm -hmm. color blocks around and things like that. Just a mess of a face, which is, like, visually very interesting to look at, but for a camera is essentially giving them a headache.
0: (laughs) Fair. One thing I will note is that up until now, and including this job, Cos has never given you any work on behalf of the rogues. Uh, Coz has never even told you anything specifically about the rogues. Uh, as far as Cos is concerned, when it comes to information security, you're not a rogue and you can't know anything. Yep. That said, Cos, in recognition of your status, your abilities, and the fact that you made it as far as you did at one time, has been... Offhandedly mentioning odd jobs, which you've been happening to perform without ever quite understanding the reasons why. Is that something that you're happy, for instance, to have been doing? Yep, absolutely. Or would instance be out of the game?
1: I think for the first several weeks, at least probably for the first month, month and a half, instance is out of the game. Like, I don't think instance has the energy or really wants to do anything necessarily. Like, that was a pretty big failure and... A lot of just anxiety-inducing things and doubting their own abilities. And I think for a little bit, they just want to pretend like everything is safe and okay.
0: Oh, well, that's going to make this suck. (laughs) That's going to make this next part a real fucking downer.
1: Oh, please do.
0: You come back. You step into the house. Everything seems exactly as it was. But for the first time... Coz isn't where you expect them to be. In fact, you take a moment to look around. Coz isn't here at all. That's not good. And I think we'll end the episode there. Oh, no. Oh, no! Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you, Jester, of course, for joining us for this. Next week, it will be another section of the time skip. We'll be looking at some other characters. Okay, uh, yeah, first of all, I've started streaming, if probably... I'm probably still doing it by the time you hear this. On Saturdays, I think I'm streaming Professor Layton for now, starting with The Curious Village. Uh, Check out The Carving Bones by Candle. It is incredible. It is genuinely scary. It is horror in the form of letter writing. Check out that at thecarvingbones.com. And if you can, please consider joining our Patreon or sharing the episode with a friend. Either works. But right now, especially as we're getting into the winter months and things are getting more expensive and the money's drying up, we could just use the hand. All right. Uh, Yeah, thank you so, so much for joining us. And we will see you next week. Or at least I will.
1: Bye.